the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praise it. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called being imitators of Christ. The Bible, which is written by God, tells us who are part of the family of God, how to be the Christians our Father God wants us to be. One of the things we're supposed to do is be imitators of the one who is the head of the church, our elder brother Jesus Christ. We Christians, who are Jesus' brothers and sisters, are supposed to use Jesus Christ as our example of how we're supposed to live our life as part of the family. We're to follow Jesus' lead and do whatever he does and or tells us to do. Whatever Jesus does, we're supposed to follow and do. Whatever Jesus doesn't do, we're to make sure that's something that we don't do too. That's because being imitators of Christ is what God the Father told all of us, his children, that we ought to do. Because Jesus did and lived exactly like the Father wants all of us to live. God wants all of us who are his to be imitators of Christ. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called being imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. He spoke to me vehemently, and that's what it is that he's speaking to you too. Because God is telling you, I see something in you. I see something that's going on in you. I see something that's going to happen to you that if this thing progresses, this is what's going to happen to you. So he gives you a commandment that says, this is what I need you to do. Here's an injunction, a prescription. And when I give it to you, I need you to do it wholly. That's why by implication, the word, the word diligently by implication means holy. W-H-O-L-L-Y. In other words, God doesn't prescribe us to follow his prescriptions partially, but wholly. I say not partially, but wholly. Because you've got to do what he tells you to do. The Lord was dealing with me not long ago, praise God. I was experiencing a certain thing that I figured I wasn't supposed to be experiencing. And I said to the Lord, praise God, I said, excuse me, sir, you know, what's this going on? And he said, he told me what was going on. And, 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 and I said, well, this ain't supposed to be happening, praise God. I did what you told me to do. He said, you did the first part. You didn't do the second part of what I said to do. And I said, my bad. So I'm jumping on the second part too, praise God, so they can get rid of the other things that was manifesting. See, they started manifesting because I didn't do all of what he told me to do. I just did part. Come on, don't look at me like that. Because a lot of us choose, just choose the parts that we want to do, the parts that we like, that God, God said do. When God said this part, okay, I like that. I can do that. I can see that. That makes sense. Okay, I'll do that. And then there's other part, well, I don't know about that. I don't like that. No, do it. God know what he's doing. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. I said a hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here, here, and, 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 and let's look, stanza number four. He said, thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. All that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. 
talking about the one that understands that the blessed are they who are undefiled in the way. He said, oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. He said, oh, that if somebody would just tell me what God says about the matter, that he directs my way. That word directed right there means to stand perpendicular. I like that. That word directed right there means to stand perpendicular. That somebody would help me have my ways become perpendicular. What do you mean by perpendicular? I mean straight up, straight up the way it's supposed to be. Well, how, how, but see, this is where the problem is. Let me tell you what the problem is. You want to hear what the problem is? Let me tell you what the problem is. A lot of us, we walking around, we've been wrong for so long that we walk around leaning in life. Praise God. And so since we walk around leaning in life like this, everything looks like it's straight this, like this. Are you listening to Because we just as crooked anyway. And so we'd be like, what? Ain't nothing wrong with my stuff. My stuff just right. So what God does is he drops a word from heaven. It drops, it's like making a plumb line. Anybody ever hear, know what a plumb line is? Praise God. That's where they take a string, praise God, and they put a heavy object on the bottom of it, a weighty object on the bottom of it, and they drop that, that string straight down. You have a perfect line straight up and down. It's called perpendicular at that point. In fact, sometimes they do it in order to be able to make a line in the, in, in the wall or in the wood or something that they cut, and then they put chalk on it, and they'll pop it right there because it'll be a perfect line. Because, see, if you drew the line yourself, you would think it's straight but it's actually crooked. Why? Because you did it based upon your own crookedness. And so since you've been crooked like that for so long, you think that's right and not wrong. But when you drop the plumb line, pop, and it, and it, and it has the perfect line, and then put that next to yours, you see, mine's ain't quite straight because this is what actual straightness is. Well, see, all of us think we're right in our own minds. Every one of us think we're doing what we ought to do. Every one of us think, well, I'm fine. I probably just need to change this and change that, but everything else, it's cool. I ain't got to do nothing. God drops the plumb line, call the word of God, and say, pop, now put yours up next to that. And you'd be like, dang, I'm crooked than a mug. That's, that, that's why you need to straighten it out to match what he say. Now, I like that. You don't have to like that. Especially as a pastor, praise God, I get a chance to talk to people, counsel people, and everything else. And trust me, when you run into folk, boy, the hardest thing to do is to get them to understand they're wrong about something. Because they don't want to hear, they don't hear all that. I ain't wrong about nothing. Especially if you do, like, counseling with two people, like mad folk. Oh, see, oh, see, you got you some stuff on your hands right there. You better be anointed to do that, praise God. Because, see, both of them think they're right. You ain't dealing with one person think they're right. Both of them think they're right. And both of them want to find out who you're going to side with. You're going to side with me or you're going to side with them. I'm right now. They wrong, you know that, that, that that's you know what I'm talking. About. Now I'm right, and they wrong, and they who sides you on, Pastor? I'm on both y'all sides. Praise God. But what I'm gonna do? I ain't gonna get all up in the middle of that. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna drop the plumb line from heaven, pop, and then y'all look at your own marriage and look at your own life and see if it lines up with what God just said. Because if it don't line up, you wrong. And if they can look at their own and they can look at it and find out that they wrong, because probably both of y'all wrong. Because ain't neither one of y'all doing what God said do. But pop, let's drop the plumb line and find out what we ought to do. Are you listening to me? That way I ain't gotta, it ain't got to be all personal. Oh, you just siding with her. You just siding with him. No, I'm siding with God. I'm going to tell you what God had to say about a matter. And that's what we do in a word church is we tell you what God has to say about a matter. And then you look at your little crooked life yourself and determine whether or not it line up. I ain't getting into all that. So he just preaching at me. No, I'm preaching at everybody. You just happen to be in there too. Praise God, but God love you enough to be able to talk directly to you. Because God's going to walk up to each of you and drop a plumb line. 
and pop that thing so you can line it up or find out it's not lined up with what God said. Now, if you want to live that life undefiled, whereas you walk with a perpetual smile because you are extremely blessed like God wants you to do, then just line that little crooked thing up next to the plumb line. See that is whether you're doing it the way God said do. If you're not, no condemnation. You just receive valuable information. Just straighten it up and do what God said do. Does that make sense? That's what I was going to do every week. I was going there to get me a plumb line dropped. I'm like, drop the plumb line. I want to see it. And then I'd put my little crooked life up next to it, little raggedy life up next to it and find out, dang, that's why it's raggedy. Because I'm not doing it the way God said do. Now, the results of our ways being directed to live according to God's word is found in stanza number six. That if we do it the way he says do it, the results is found in stanza number six. It says, then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. It says, then shall I not be ashamed, which means I won't be ashamed. That word ashamed means to pale, P-A-L-E, to pale. You know what I mean? When the blood drains out of your face, praise God, that's what pale is. And when some jacked up stuff is happening in your life, that's where you can tell, one of the ways you can tell, because the blood drains all out of people's faces. You know, light-skinned people turn pale. They turn chalky colored. Dark-skinned people like me turn beige. Praise God. Are you listening to <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. But it's the, the principle is, is that the color leaves your face. Amen. You'd be looking all ashy and wore out looking at this stuff. Praise God. Looking all crazy. Because God don't want you walking around looking all pale and jacked. You know what I'm talking about. Because y'all know some folk like that. I know you ain't never did that. But you know some folk like that. Before they all, all, all cheerful and bright. They're like, hi, praise God. How you doing? Blessing the Lord. Highly favored. And then something happened in their life. They be all ashy looking all the you be like, dang, here, baby, come here. God said, I don't want you living your life like that. By implication, that word ashamed means to be disappointed or to delay. It means to be disappointed or delayed. That word disappointed is talking about, let me do it this way. Disappointment by definition is a is a function of unmet expectation. Definition is always a function of unmet expectation, which means to the extent that your expectations are not being met, it's to the extent that your disappointment will exist. Because your disappointment is always a function of your unmet expectation. You expected something to happen. You thought something was going to happen that didn't happen, and therefore you was disappointed. And see, God says, I don't want you disappointed. I want you to get what you expect. I want it to manifest for you. God wants your hope to not be deferred. He wants you to receive what he has in store for you. But if your stuff ain't lined up the way he said do, and you ain't doing what he told you to do, then drop your expectation because it ain't going to happen for you. Now, I know folk don't like that. It's true anyway. I don't care. Praise God. Like if I told you, show up to this job tomorrow that I'm going to give you, and I'll pay you, and I'll, do, and I'll give you a, 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 a raise in two weeks too. Praise God. But if you don't show up, to that thing, and then come back later and say, well, where's my raise, Pastor? You done lost your freaking mind because you didn't do what I told you to do at that time. Are you listening to me? If you did what I told you to do, then you would have received that which I had for you. So you can be disappointed as you want to. Now, this is good. This is good right here. Satan wants to get you to not do what God wants you to do and conduct yourself in a way other than what God wants you to do. He wants you to not be operating the way God wants you to do. Why? Because he knows you'll be disappointed. He knows you will never have the manifestation of what God has in store for you. He knows you'll never get the things that God's got planned for you, and he knows that you'll be the reason for it, which means that you'll circumvent your own future. You'll jack your own self up. In fact, it's quiet as get most folks jacking themselves up. Man, God ain't, I mean, Satan ain't jacking them up. God don't never jack you up. Satan ain't jacking them up. Praise God. They jacking themselves up because they refuse to hear and believe what God said is true and do what God says do, and therefore they're disappointed. 
God doesn't want you disappointed. And he doesn't want you delayed. God has a place for you, a place that he wants to get you to. God has things he wants to get to you, and he don't want them delayed. God wants you to be blessed yesterday. Praise God. And so he's going to do everything today so that you can be able to allow him to do it on the next day. Are you listening to me up in here? God wants you to be able to be blessed. God don't want it delayed. A lot of people in here, your your blessings have been delayed. They're already yea and amen in Christ. God has already said yes to you. He's already wants to manifest this thing for you. But why ain't it happening for you? It's because they've been delayed. Well, why have they been delayed? Because you delayed doing what God said do. Because if you don't delay doing what God says do and do what God says do, it puts everything in motion for God to manifest itself, the things that he already promised you. They already waiting on you. It ain't like you doing it to get God to do it. You're doing it to receive what God has already done for you. God's already said yea and amen to you. He's just waiting on you to do what it is he said do. That's why he gives a prescription to you, a commandment to you to say, baby, this is what I want you to do. He had a blessed life already waiting on me, but he had to tell me step by step what to do to get myself in step with what he has in store for me and you. Because the steps of a good man, they're ordered by the Lord, baby. They're made perpendicular by God. They're straightened up by God because the Bible says, I withhold no good thing from them that walk uprightly. One of the things that word uprightly means is perpendicular, which means straight up and down. See, it's time for us to get straight up. Are you listening to me up in here and quit, and quit not doing what God said do? That was stanza number six. Thank you, Lord. A hundredfold back into your life. It says, then shall, I, then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto thy commandments. He says, I will praise thee with uprightness of heart when I shall have learned thy righteous judgments. I know that's true. See, when you find out what God has told you to do and you begin to start doing what God said, do. I mean, just the fact that he told you what to do, you ought to praise him. With an upright heart. You ought to be excited about it. Woo, glory to God. I know what I'm talking about. I remember I used to get so excited up in church when I would go find out I'm wrong. See, that, that, that was to me, that was the thrill of the, of the evening. Or the thrill of the day was to find out I was wrong. Praise God. Because I'm like, that's why. See, I was getting excited because I was find out. Because see, I wanted to know, why am I not living what I want to live? And why am I not doing what I want to do? So I'll come to church to find out. And I say, Lord, talk to me and tell me what's true. And never, never, never did he disappoint me. He always told me what was true and told me what I ought to do. And I would be like, glory to God. That's what I said after I learned what to say. Praise God. I would say, glory to God. In fact, I would say it like this. I say, glory to God. That's how I said it. Praise God. I learned it from this little old lady that used to be in the seat next to me. She used to come early too. Praise God. And she would sit right there and she would say, glory to God. Whenever God would say something. So I am in Rome. I learned what the Romans do. And so she said, glory to God. I said, glory to God. And she said, glory to God. I feel like glory to God. I, that excited me because back when I was a free rose back because I hadn't learned. I was brand new to the church. I hadn't learned to show up on time yet. Praise God. And show up ahead of time if I really wanted something. Praise God. I hadn't learned that yet. So I came late. You know, sometimes, praise God, you know, it's just because I was raised in the streets. You're just fashionably late all the time. Praise God. You know, you just, if the party starts at, 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 at 10, you show up 1130. Praise God. And then you walk in like, oh, what's up? What's up? You know, it's just, amen. It's just, amen. You know, streets is ignorant. Praise God. If the thing started at a certain time, you're supposed to be there at a certain time. Praise God. But anyway, I hadn't learned that yet, so I was late. That's back when I was in like row, the, 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 the later rows. Praise God. But when I first started learning the, the truth, I was still from the streets. Praise God. So I would cuss. Praise God. Because I was cussing all the time. I ain't curse. I cussed. Praise God. Hallelujah. So I'd find out something. I'd be like, bleep de bleep. Did y'all hear that? Bleep de bleep. And I'd turn around and look, what you bleep de bleep looking at? <laughs> 
Hallelujah, because I was, you know, because that's just who I was. But God, like, that was one of the things that He dropped a plumb line on. Said, no, no, let no corrupting communication proceed out of your mouth. You, you know, you kind of like running folk out church now. Praise God. Act right. And so I had to learn. Okay, okay, okay. So then he sat me next to a little old lady that used to say, glory to God. And so I said, all right, now I know what to say. Glory to God. <laughs> me and that little old lady, glory to God. I wonder where she is, praise God. Glory to God. She said, we're all guttural song. I used to, at first I thought she was a dude. Glory to God. I'm like looking at her. <laughs> Dang, I guess she's been saying this so long, her voice deep, praise God. And all that praying, praying woman. Anyway. He said, we won't be ashamed. We're supposed to rejoice when we find out what God said do. Not look all upset and angry like some folk do. Not you. But some folk look angry when you tell them what's right. Who you think you're talking? I'm talking to you. You here, ain't you? Praise God, I'm talking to you. Praise God. And even more importantly, God talking to you. God trying to tell you what it is that you need to know so that you can be blessed everywhere you go. Stanza 7 says, I will praise thee with upright hearts when I, have, when I shall have learned thy righteous judgments. I will keep thy statutes. Oh, forsake not me utterly. Now, God ain't going to forsake you, praise God. He didn't have that level of revelation back there, but at least he spoke what his heart was. Please don't do that, Lord. Stanza number nine. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? Now, this one's important when we get down to this far. Because if any of you were like me, you didn't get saved right off the bat. I didn't get saved right off the bat. I wasn't raised in a Christian home. You have no idea what the privilege is of being raised in a Christian home. I, w- I, didn't, I wasn't raised in Christian schools. I was raised in the straight-up hood public schools. Praise God. A straight-up hood public schools. Amen. Amen. With straight-up hood public schools. Praise God. I, I, you have no idea what it is to have a Christian education, what, how valuable that is. It's, it's priceless. It is absolutely priceless. Now, does everybody do right with it? No. But that doesn't change that it was right. Praise God. Are you listening to me up in here? I, would, I, I wasn't raised. I know some of y'all were, so you can't even relate to me. I know you can't even relate to me because you were saved when you was two, spirit-filled when you was three, did your trial sermon when you was four, praise God, and went on the road ministry when you was five. I know, I know. Some of us wasn't like that, though. We didn't, we didn't know as much as y'all know, praise God. I spent decades doing it the wrong way. I learned, I mean, I was, I was good in the hood. I was good at hood. I, I just, that's all I knew. Praise God. So when I came into church, everything was wrong. Wasn't nothing right. Praise God. And I could have easily got disappointed. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all judging me. No, no, God wasn't judging me. He was helping me. He was trying to get me straightened out so I can do what I'm supposed to do so I can cleanse my way. Because I was a young man that had a filthy way, filthy mouth, filthy life, filthy attitude. Everything was wrong about me. But yet at the same way, how do we now cleanse our way when we've already been tainted and messed up like that? Because we once again know that. This is what he said to do. He said, once again, stanza number nine. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? That word cleanse, of course, means to be translucent. But figuratively, it means to be innocent. I I wasn't innocent at nothing. I was guilty of most stuff that I wanted to talk about. Praise God. Hallelujah. And some stuff I still can't talk about. Hallelujah. But but, but I was guilty. Guilty as charged. Wrong as wrong as two left shoes with somebody that ain't got no feet. Praise God. I'm just wrong. Are you listening to me up in here? But, but this is what he told us to do. By taking heed thereunto or according to thy word. Taking heed. That word taking heed means to hedge about as with thorns. That is to guard it. To hedge about. Now I'm supposed to take heed to his word. Which means when I receive God's word, I'm supposed to take heed to it. I'm supposed to hedge myself about it 
just like it's with thorns. I'm supposed to, once we find out the word of God, we're to use that word of God to guard ourselves. We're to use that word of God to arm ourselves with what's necessary to be able to do it. Generally, it means to protect, which means we're supposed to use the truth that God shares with us through his word to protect ourselves from anything and any thought that would cause us to sin. We now use that word to protect ourselves, which means once I find out what God's word has to say, he's given me what's necessary to protect myself from that point forward. That if I operate according to what he says to me, it'll protect me from anything, me doing anything that I ain't supposed to do. It'll protect me from the, what the devil trying to do in the middle of my life. That's why once I get it, I'm supposed to use it to be able to make sure that it benefits me. Stanza 10 says, with my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. See, we don't want to wander from his commandments. Go away from doing what God has to say. No, you better stick with what he has to say. That's why he said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. That word have I hid in my heart. That word hid by implication means to hoard or to reserve, to hoard or reserve, which means we're supposed to hoard God's word in our lives. We're supposed to hoard it. Anybody ever seen a hoarder? A hoarder keeps everything. A hoarder keeps everything. Praise God. Yes, they do. They'll keep everything. They'll hold on to everything. Everything. Praise God. Everything. Which means if they give you something back 40 years ago, you might have seen a hoarder. You might have you might have been went to a movie and, and a hoarder. Praise God. You gave them your ticket so that you can get in a in the movie house. And then you come back 15 later. You say, I remember you. You, you was that one that took my ticket 15 years ago. They say, show is, I remember. Hold on, let me get it for you. And they can go back and they can find it in, in the piles and stuff. They can go get that ticket out and say, here it is right here. Because they hoarders. They hold on to everything. Now, that sounds crazy to you, but God said, I want you to be a hoarder when it comes to my word. Which means every word that I say to you, I need you to hold on to. I need you to keep it. Why? Because there's going to be a day that you're going to need to go and get it. To be able to know what to do and how to need to conduct yourself. See, some of the stuff that I'm teaching you today is really not for today. It's for tomorrow. But you need to hoard it. You need to hold on to it. Why? Because God knows the end from the beginning. He knows what you're about to run into. That's why if you go grab hold of what God said to you and hold on to it and don't let it go, you're going to find out later why is he told you what he told you. Because you're going to run smack dab into it. And you, but you got the word now. It's hid in your heart. So that you can now protect yourself with that word because you say, wait, 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 wait. I know what God said. God said, this is how I'm supposed to conduct myself. He said, let no filthy communication proceed out of my mouth, only that which is good to edify. So now I can protect myself and make sure that I do right, stay upright, so that I can then be that supremely blessed person that I want to be. Rather than live ashamed like I don't want to. Because I did something that I wasn't supposed to do because I didn't know what to do. Why? Because I didn't hold on to what he told me to do. God say, every word I'm telling you, I want you to hoard it in your heart. Now, I ain't talking about stack CDs all up along the wall and say, see, I, I know everything the pastor, I got everything the pastor ever said. No, but is it in your heart? Because if it's not in your heart, you won't have a heart to do it. If it's not in your head, you won't have a head to do it. That's why we read the word daily. That's why it is that we confess the word daily. It's to make sure it's in our heart and in our head so we can know what God said, so we can order our lives according to what he said to me. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope that you learned a little bit more about what God wants all of us to do. That is, to be imitators of the God who made and saved me and you. I hope even more that you're learning the things we can do to be better imitators of God like he wants all of us to do. So, let's do what God wants us to do and be the imitators of him that he wants all of us to do. I know I'm going to do it, and I hope you do the same thing too. 
If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christensen. 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon. Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to a very beneficial fellowship that's held at Word of Faith just for you. Especially if your desires to draw closer to one another and have a better marriage this year. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship tomorrow evening. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half a pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it can be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that as with or without your boo. And don't forget, your boo is the one you're married to. I look forward to seeing you this Friday at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at Word of Faith. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word to have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? I'll stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.